Blog Talk Radio. to Debt-Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Bearman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. If you're listening in on your mobile phone on the web or through iTunes podcast, welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to empowering those who desire debt-free wealth to delete debt, build wealth, and protect family assets through money education, resources, and opportunities. Let me be your guide to debt-free wealth. Today's topic comes from the Building Wealth segment. And the topic today is your online reputation, how to manage and maximize it. Websites, clout, and cred are known for measuring your online reputation to some degree. Whether you know it or not, you probably already have a clout or a cred score. Do you know what it is? Do you care? Should you? Some jobs even require that you have a score. How you get scored, whether it matters or not, and what it means is what is part of what we'll be talking about today. Managing and maximizing your online reputation is becoming more and more important. Yourself recently. My guest, Wayne Hurlbert, will help us understand this whole concept of an online reputation and how to manage and maximize it. Wayne is the president of Blog Business World, and he hosts the twice-weekly internet radio show, Blog Business Success, on Blog Talk Radio. He's also a friend of mine, especially through Facebook. This popular show that Wayne runs has featured interviews with leading business thinkers and authors since 2006, and I've also had the privilege of being on Wayne's show. Wayne, good morning. Good morning, Trudy. It's great to be here. Oh, I am honored that you would uh, agree to share the wealth of your knowledge with us today. So, Wayne, just give us a quick uh, um, contact for you for your own show and so forth. Let's just get that out of the way up front so people know who you are and what we're talking about today. Okay, uh, my show is uh, Blog Business Success. And it's hosted here on Blog Talk Radio, and it can be found at blogtalkradio.com slash Wayne Hurlbert, W-A-Y-N-E-H-U-R-L-B-E-R-T. And on that show, I discuss uh, all all topics related to uh, business management, economics, and uh, technology. Okay, well, Wayne, tell us exactly, what is an online reputation? An online reputation is how you're viewed by your presence on the Internet. For example, if you're um, seen as a person who's uh, uh, well-known, liked, and trusted based on your content that you provide on the Internet, Uh, your reputation will be high. Of course, your reputation will come from various different locations. It'll come from a blog, from your postings on various uh, Internet forums and discussion boards, but also uh, these days it's very heavily 
weighted towards your presence on the uh, social media platforms of Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. And the, the key there is to pr present a positive uh, reputation because, as we'll be discussing a little later, the uh, employers that I've been speaking to look very closely at what you've been doing online if you're seeking a job or if you're a member of that uh, employer's organization. They are watching your social media presence and what you're saying and posting on those uh, social media platforms. Okay, I just want to say this real quick. I'm operating remote from my usual studio. Um, are you hearing any technological, um, like a, uh, almost like a echo in the line, Wayne? Well, there's a little bit of a clicking and uh, 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 that. That seems to seem to have started with when the show started. Okay, so I don't know if it's a dashboard issue or if it's the new technology that I'm using today. So, guys, I apologize for that. If it does come across, please send me some feedback. On the show page, scroll down towards the bottom. You may go through some white space, but there will be Facebook box comments there. Just let me know the feedback on this show because worst case scenario, I can always re-record it with Wayne and put it back out there. So let me know the feedback because... Um, like I said, we're using some new technology because I'm remote from my studio this morning. So, Wayne, I apologize for that if it's um, bothering you on your end. But let's see if we can pull through this because I don't know how it is being recorded or how the audience is hearing this. So let's go through this. And if, if, you know, if it's wrong, Wayne, I apologize up front. And we can always re-record this because this is content I really, really want my audience to have. So awesome. you told us in a nutshell what an online reputation is and why it is so important. Um, now, you did kind of start to talk about that companies are monitoring um, people, you know, their staff and their potential staff um, online, perceived online reputation. Why does that really matter to companies and their brands? Why does that matter? Well, the uh, actions uh, taken by employees reflects on the uh, company and its brands there are all sorts of examples of where employees have have made uh, statements on the uh, various social media platforms, usually Twitter, where they'll state uh, very negative things about their own employers, their own companies, and their own brands, and that that's uh, detrimental to the brand and uh, very often it forces the company into some sort of damage control and one of the things that happens is that uh, that employee will uh, uh, create a, a potential controversy that can go viral uh, and result in some very bad publicity for the uh, company and be extremely detrimental to the reputation of the brand. Hmm. Well, I know for a fact that, um, you know, some companies are, are checking Facebook pages, uh, you know, of people. And I've seen where teachers have gotten fired because of posts they have put out on Facebook. And you'd think that what they're doing in their personal life should not interfere with their job, but clearly it's a blur now. Well, that's right. The uh, line between uh, what's a personal page and uh, what's a business-related page are now um, 
uh, blurred to the point where everything that you do online becomes part of your online reputation and it will be associated not only with yourself but with your company as well. And if you're uh, doing anything that's detrimental to the image of your company or your uh, uh brand that is going to reflect terribly on the on the company and very often it could it could lead to that person being dismissed hmm. wow okay wow now talk about clout and cred i've heard a well i know a lot about them but what what exactly just for the audience what exactly is clout what exactly is cred how do they work and and do they even matter well, clout and cred are uh, both uh, numerical calculations of your social media presence on the Internet. For example, uh, I'll use clout, which is the better known of the two, as an example. The uh, clout platform lets you connect your uh, uh, Facebook page, your Twitter page, and all of your very uh, standard social medias, including uh, LinkedIn and Google Plus and so on. And what it does is that it uh, takes a numerical score of your activities on those platforms, including your um, uh, postings and your numbers of uh, of interactions that you have with other people. In fact, the interaction part is very important, uh, as uh, I'll explain in a moment. And one thing that you can do with both of those platforms is that you can give credit to other people for being an authority in in various subjects so that they can uh, increase their score. Uh, As is often discussed, uh, of employers are looking at those uh, clout and cred scores as a basis for whether they should employ someone in a position that requires some degree of social media knowledge and uh, capacity and capability. And, and one of the things that's uh, that's um, uh, good about that is that it d- demonstrates that the person has social media talents and abilities and they have a core competency in utilizing social media. The problem that arises, though, is how that number was created. For example, uh, a person can have a great deal of online activity, but it's not really something that uh, is... Um, related to what they're doing as far as their work. For example, you you could be posting on uh, Twitter all day long with a number of of quotations taken from various places. That doesn't show your uh, uh, ability to be known, liked, and trusted, connecting, or engaging at all. It just simply shows that you can click a lot. And the, the the same with uh, Facebook, or if you, where you have a whole series of pictures of your cat. It, there, it doesn't really demonstrate uh, a, a competency of uh, social media use, at, particularly on the area of engagement. What a, an empl- a hiring manager should do is they take is to take that uh, number that they see on clout. Let's say, for example, the the person applying for the job has a 45 as their as their number on clout. 
Well, the, the hiring manager shouldn't simply take that 45 as at face value, but should also look at the at the Facebook page and the Twitter pay, uh, page and see how much they're actually engaging with other people. Look for ads on uh, Twitter to see who who they're engaging with, and look at uh, comments and conversations that are going on on. Facebook, for example, to see if that person's actually interacting as well, that demonstrates that the person that's applying for the job simply has a complete understanding of social media, which is to be social and engage. Another person could have a 60, uh, uh, whereas that uh, could have been acquired simply by posting quotes and pictures of their cat and also having all of their friends awarding them K's just as a circle where everyone benefits everyone else, but they don't really mean anything. So as I pointed out, it's up to the hiring manager to look more deeply into those numbers. But for the employee, prospective employee or student who is looking to increase their clout or cred number knowing that they will be looked at it, it their best route is to become engaged with other people and at them have conversations and and engage them in conversation and uh, on facebook to comment and create uh, discussions of the of the topics as well it also helps to have uh, uh uh, information on there that's relevant to what the employer may be seeking. For example, if you can display knowledge in in the area that the em- employer is is seeking, then that demonstrates that that you're also uh, an authority in that subject area. So the the the, the clout and cred numbers have a value, but uh, you have to look beyond them. Fabulous. Um... Now, when you know, I I've Googled myself. I I know that I am going to appear in Google, but a lot of people haven't. Is there any value in that? In Googling yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's a, a good idea to actually Google yourself because uh, you can see what is being said about you and what is important about you and your online reputation. Uh, through what pops up on Google. For example, if uh, your your uh, your blog and website come up, your social media activity comes up, uh, your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, your Twitter page, and those sorts of things, if if they pop up, you know that the employers are going to be looking at those, and you'll want those to be pages that you can be proud of. I've often said. Uh, it might be a good idea to to think when you post something is this something i would want my mother to see or and or is this something i would want my grandmother to see and if the answer is yes then you you're going to have a page that's going to be uh useful and it's not going to do you harm it'll show your achievements and so on especially if you're a job seeker or a student entering the uh uh workforce It'll give you a leg up as it shows that this person is a responsible citizen. But if your page shows uh, pictures of your latest uh, drunken debauchery, uh, the uh, chances of you being hired suddenly aren't quite so good. And even as entrepreneurs, I think um, a lot of companies, you know, there's so many competitions, so much competition out there that people are going to Google 
services or your name or your company just to see what you know what's out there and uh, again for the same thing that if if it's not a positive picture that's coming up it actually can hurt you now you mentioned earlier some of the things that might pop up you mentioned blogs you mentioned you know all these different pages how can a company use a blog and social media to build their online reputation and well, I know you've done great... that successfully, Wayne. I know you've done that successfully, so go ahead. Well, what a company needs to do is establish uh, the uh, blog and social media presence so that they a- accomplish several things. One of those things is to personalize the company. For example, a Scott Monty at Ford is one of the greatest examples of personalizing a company and putting a human face on a, on one of the world's largest companies. In fact, uh, the, the uh, personalization factor creates the uh, necessity that all companies should consider that you have to be known, liked, and trusted, that you have to connect and engage. And, and the uh, use of social media and a blog accomplishes all of those things you become known because you're a blogger who uh, discusses uh, various topics related to the industry, use of the products, uh, it, but not something that's simply salesy or anything like that, but provides real useful information about the industry, about uh, the products, about uh, some uh, perhaps some management discussion issues, all sorts of things that uh, uh, would be of interest to the readers and also uh, uh, the uh, Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn and Google Plus connections provide the opportunity for people to to discuss things one on one with the company. For example, so, uh, customer service is the usual example given for uh, the. the uh, value of Twitter, where a customer can make a statement that uh, they bought the widget, but half of the widget was missing, and w- when they opened the box and, and, and that was a problem, the person can come on to the the uh, Twitter page, see that by uh, uh, searching through t- Twitter's uh, search feature to, for mentions of their company and and point out, oh, we, I see that you only received half of your widget instead of your whole widget. We're going to make that right, and we're going to send you the whole widget plus uh, 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 a, a few other uh, things to uh, uh, compensate you for your trouble, and that solves a, a problem of uh, customer service quickly through the use of social media. And that sort of thing develops a reputation very quickly of being a good company that responds to its customers, that listens to its customers. You'll often see uh, customers uh, make uh, product and service suggestions and recommendations to the uh, organization, and, and they'll then provide additional products and services based on those suggestions, or they'll even tell them about a way that they used the product in a way that the company had never imagined would would be uh, a a use for the product, and so suddenly they opened up a whole new market for the company based on uh, that social media presence. 
through uh, crowdsourcing. So that's providing an opportunity for the company to really enhance its reputation of being out there and available and and not wanting to be a faceless corporation hidden behind uh, uh, their glass and steel, but instead they're out there in the community talking to people with real people, with real names and real faces on their social media sites. But with all of that you just said, it's possible for companies to make mistakes. So what mistakes should companies avoid that could harm their online reputation? One of the things that they need to avoid doing is uh, uh, letting their staff tweet or, or post without a complete understanding of what they it is, is good to post, what's... Uh, and what's not good to post. And each company should create a social media policy which says the following subjects are not to be discussed on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+. You can't make a YouTube video of them. They would include things like new products under development. Uh, there's a, a new strategy that's being put forward. Basically, anything that you wouldn't say to your uh, friends and neighbors and competitors in, in an email or in person shouldn't be placed on social media either. And uh, any and one of the uh, great things about having a social media policy is that everyone then knows what they can post, what they can't post, and uh, uh, and it creates a, a nice framework to uh, provide an opportunity to engage because once you know what the rules are, then you're free to operate completely within those rules. Uh, the rules aren't constraining any uh, any more for uh, uh, a social media user than they are for a great tennis star to uh, excel on the court. Okay. Let's say, you know, something happens and there's a crisis or a challenge or you know, the company's online reputation. You mentioned, you know, somebody may tweet that they did, they only got half the widget, for example. So if there's a crisis or a challenge to the company's online presence, is there any steps that the company can take to fix it or, you know, maintain their great reputation? Well, if a company doesn't make it right and doesn't respond to these concerns on uh, social media, that reputation will... Uh, uh, go around the world even faster. It will go viral that the company didn't help. Uh, you'll recall the uh, uh, YouTube uh, campaign done by the uh, singer whose guitar was damaged by the airline that uh, didn't respond to his concerns. So he wrote a whole song about uh, uh, how his his uh, guitar was neglected by the airline and he received no help from them and got millions and millions of views because uh, the uh, airline simply didn't respond to his request. And th th bad news goes around the world many times faster than good news. And so it's important that you uh, respond to your customers. And very often they don't even want a... Um, huge amount of money they're not trying to scam organizations they're they just simply want you know a response an apology that or, or an understanding or an acknowledgement that things yes they did go wrong because mistakes will happen 
And one of the great things about uh, responding to someone in today's environment where customer service is is lacking is that the minute that you start to respond to your customers on social media and in person as well, that you're going to stand out as a company that actually cares about its customers and stands behind its products and services. And that reputation will will go around the world very quickly, too, that you are one of the good guys. Okay. Now, job seekers, how can they utilize an online reputation or build one? Through How can they actually build one? Can you give them some steps um, through the social media opportunity? Well, I, as I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, job seekers uh, can utilize uh, their presence on social media to uh, demonstrate uh, a core competency in the use of social media and that they're skilled in uh, engaging with other people and uh, carrying on uh, responsible conversations about serious topics and also that, too, at the same time, they can show a little fun side of their character, which is also helpful because uh, organizations are also looking for additional uh, uh, fully rounded people as opposed to uh, ones who, are, are, who they think may not fit into their, their culture. And one of the great things about uh, the use of social media is that it also establishes an authority, for example, if someone asks an, a, a question and you provide a good, solid, helpful answer to that question, then suddenly you're now seen as an expert all over social media and the uh, company that's looking to hire an employee, they, when they check you out and uh, your social media activity, as I've discovered from talking to a number of employee, employers, is almost always checked out these days. Uh, they can then see that this person not only is capable of utilizing social media, but they're also capable of, uh, of uh, handling serious questions. And there's a potential here for a, a future leader within the organization who can be trusted to provide good information. And that person's now got a leg up on someone who has uh, no uh, skills at all. I, I saw the, uh, the other day on Twitter a discussion about actors, uh, that an actor who who's active on social media is much more likely to be cast than a, an actor who doesn't use social media because that uh, person can also provide additional uh, promotion for his or her movie because they're active on social media and have a whole lot of followers. So, that, that, so that, that, that's an example there of uh, how the uh, socially, social, social media active person can provide additional value for a company and provide... Uh, opportunities for discussion and interaction with the company that weren't available before. We have just under three minutes. I just want to really wrap up real quick here, Wayne. Um, another thing is that this era has brought in a job that never existed before, which is a social media manager, and that is a popular job that is becoming more and more available out there in the market because it is such a, a new 
thing, and people absolutely have to have the social media skills to handle it. The other thing that I wanted to really quickly say is uh, I have a friend who is a lawyer, so the top professional, and he's older, okay, and the older generation, you know, the 50s plus, may not be as active online as the younger generation, and he wasn't, and he was using a headhunter to help him find, you know, a top-notch uh, job in his, you know, in his legal field, and the lady told him, the headhunter told him, they're placing people in the $100,000 plus income bracket. She said until he created a social profile, he didn't even have one. He didn't have a social, he didn't have a Facebook page, he didn't have a LinkedIn page. She, she would not even work with him until he created profiles on those pages. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Is there anything you want to just leave us with? Make sure you give us your contact information again real quick. I just have to tell them what's coming up next week. Uh, yes, uh, I my uh, show on Blog Talk Radio can be found at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Wayne Hurlbert. That is my name, W-A-Y-N-E-H-U-R-L-B-E-R-T, all one word. And my blog is uh, blog a business world all one word dot blogspot dot com. And and below the um face, below the show page Wayne in the Facebook comments, please be sure to just write that for us again in the Facebook comment box below the show page. So thank you Wayne for being being my awesome guest today, guys. Join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Our topic will be homebound, bedbound. No excuses, business success. Andre Williams is a life coach who few knows has a thriving business that he operates very often from a hospital bed. And he used to shield that from the world because he didn't want his personal challenge to be seen as a handicap to his business or his service. But I invited him to share this information because, you know what, guys, you guys, some people need to be encouraged that they can find hope to create an income regardless of the situation being bedbound or homebound, as well as those able-bodied people to know we can still do it. So thank you for being with us today. Join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio.